Welcome to the Mujeron Podcast, a place for the modern Latina who is ready to get out of her own way and build the life she wants. I'm Sonia Alejandra, your host and the founder of Mujeron Movement, y juntas we'll explore the topics of self-development, entrepreneurship, community, and everything in between that empowers us on our journey to becoming the Mujeron of our dreams. Vamos a lograrlo juntas. Hola, amigas. Welcome back to the Mujeron podcast. I am super excited because today we're going to be talking about a topic that truly hits home. It's something that I have been struggling since I was in the TV industry trying to build my TV career. And it's something that finally, now that I'm doing my own thing, I feel like I've kind of overcome And I've worked super hard at it. And my friend today that's going to be joining me on this conversation is a super powerhouse. She is truly representing us Latinas so amazingly. And I have the pleasure to have met her and have her as an amiga. And she is an amazing asset to the Latina community as well. And that is Taylor Tiemann. Did I say it right? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I I have like a, a I'm known for like butchering names here on the podcast, so I'm happy that I'm able to do that. Um, Taylor, thank you so much for being here. I have been connected with you back when we started Mujer on Movement, and to see your growth and everything that you've been able to accomplish, and how you've impacted our Latina community by helping us to get our shit together in on the legal side of our businesses has been amazing. So thank you so much. Thank you. I feel the same about you seeing everything that you're working on and doing. So the feeling is mutual. Thank you so much. So today we're actually going to be talking about how us introverts have been able to still be in this space of our online communities and being able to really overcome like the stigma and like the reputation that has been given to like introverts and how we've been struggling with that and we've been able to overcome that but first I want to start Taylor with your story and tell us a little bit more about yourself yeah so I am I'm an attorney by day (laughs) I have a law firm here in Los Angeles Um, I actually own two different businesses My husband and I live here and we have two dogs and I have one brother, very close family. I see them all the time. Um, My mom's Mexican, my dad's white. So that has also created a really interesting cultural cultural upbringing and aspect and things that I bring to the table. Um, But yeah, it was also, sometimes I I call myself an athlete. I was an athlete in college and I'm kind of far removed enough from college that I feel like don't feel like an athlete anymore but that was such a huge part of my identity when I was younger that I still kind of feel it sometimes but but yeah that's me that's I I love that you say that because there's so many things that like we grew up with and it comes with and I feel like even the introvert part of it like I grew up with being told I was an introvert and I needed to like get out of my shell and Mm -hmm. so I feel like in some way shape or form I too can identify with that. So today I wanted to get a little bit more into that and um, just hear more about your story with how being an introvert has 
impacted you through your life, but also with building your brand. You have an amazing brand. You have helped so many women to be able to get their shit together, like we said, with their legal side. And I know that there's a lot of like things that you were able to overcome. So let's start with telling us a little bit more about how being an introvert and I'm doing like the, you know, because a lot of times I feel like people put that, that, um, you know, they signal us as that, but maybe that's not truthfully how we feel. How has that impacted your life? I, I was really shy, I guess, when I was younger. Um, and I just thought that was like part of my personality and coming from a family where like, we're all very loud um, and we're all kind of like fighting for attention at the table. It was just kind of weird being like the one that was okay with not having that much attention or didn't always need the attention. Um, and then growing up playing sports, like you kind of have to be interacting with people all the time. You kind of have to be really loud sometimes. And it was a struggle for me because that's just not my personality, but you kind of like work on it and go through hurdles and figure out how to deal with each situation. But I think what really changed how I saw myself and how I interact with people and in workplaces was I read a book called The Introverted Lawyer and it totally changed how I look at myself. And I had never really called myself an introvert until then or understood that that's kind of how I work in, in you know, communities. Um, but after reading that, I was like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Like, I don't particularly enjoy making arguments in front of a judge, but I will sit down and totally enjoy writing and reading contracts or memos for hours on end. And there's just different styles of existing with other people and existing in the world. So I think that after reading that, I started doing more research about like how introverts operate and how we take a lot of energy or there's a lot of energy like sucked out of us when we have to interact with people um, in large events or even just one-on-one. So I think it's really helped me understand myself and how I exist and how I have friendships and relationships that also has really helped how I approach business. And I read that book kind of around the same time that I was starting a business. I think it was really perfect timing that I was able to jump into a business and understand that about myself. I think if I didn't understand that, it would have been a lot more difficult because there's so much pressure to like show up on all these social media platforms. There's so much pressure to like do photo shoots and like IG lives and like TikTok videos and all this stuff that doesn't really come naturally to me. But knowing that like, maybe this is just part of what I need to do, work through it might not be my favorite thing, but it's going to allow me to have a business run a couple businesses, you know, have some success. And I think that was really integral to understanding how I should approach just life as a business owner. I love that. And I love that you say like, there's different ways of existing, right? I feel like a lot of times we are used to seeing certain personalities on social media or on TV, and we compare ourselves, right? We compare ourselves on how we can be like that and how we can also almost have like that presence and I feel like the kind of like what you said there's a certain way to exist and still be able to achieve that Mm -hmm. so for me like being in the tv industry obviously tv personalities are very colorful Mm -hmm. and that was something that was really hard for me 
because being on TV and even I feel like social media in a sense, it's almost as you are turning on like this person, right? When you're on camera, when you are talking, like there's some sort of acting that comes with it because you are now like this TV personality, especially on TV that was something that I love to do, right? It's almost as I turned into this TV personality. And then when the cameras were off, it was a little harder for me to be like that. And I was always told like, you need to get out of your shell. You need to be more colorful. Like you need to have more, more, it, they almost called it like a light. Mm -hmm. And I went so many years with thinking that I was missing this light. And after being able to truly work on myself and the personal development it it made me realize like we all have a special like kind of like what you said and we we exist in our own way Mm -hmm. and I feel like for people that are introverts sometimes it's hard for us to go through that with building a business especially an online business how has this has this been hard for you in any way yeah I mean Building a business is hard, regardless of having to like put yourself on camera all the time or show up and make videos. But I think the first time that somebody was helping with marketing, they were just like, you need to put your face on videos more often. Like you need to talk more about yourself and that I don't need to do that to feel uh, like excited. I mean, everybody does love a certain level of attention, but like, I don't get super excited and I don't you know, I don't have a lot of energy to like be talking into my phone all the time. And like, I don't like to show up on videos all the time. I hate being filmed. I hate hearing myself talk. (laughs) So that part of it was like almost excruciating at the beginning, but then you really start to realize a it's good for your business. It will help you sell whatever it is you're selling, but B it also gives people an opportunity to really get to know you. And for me, that was like, well, I mean, what do they really need to know about me? But I, I was forgetting that like, if you're selling somebody something, they know nothing about you. They know nothing about your backstory. They can maybe like look online or what you've written, but they can get a good sense of who you are just by listening to you and like seeing you talk, seeing you exist. Um, so that to me was worth it to really kind of just do what I needed to do as a business owner and show people who I was. And luckily I've had some people really like my style and some people really like working with me. Um, and I feel like the people that don't like me, we're not working together for a reason. Um, but yeah, it's, it's all about like letting yourself just be. And I think that's really hard when we, as a society, generally, I think maybe not as much now, but like value those people that can just like talk a mile a minute are always out are super extroverted can just think on their feet and immediately always know what to say. And I'm not that person and I probably never will be, but it's been really hard, like being taught that and being raised, like that is the end all thing that you want to be like, Um, but really existing and being in the moment with people and having them get to know you, I think has been really reassuring that like, okay, yeah, I can just be myself. I don't have to like know the right thing to say all the time. Yeah. I love that so much because there's, this feeling sometimes of having to be perfect and loved by everybody and I love that you said like the people that are not vibing with me or the people that are just not a good fit for me like they're not working with me and that's okay and having to surrender and be in that 
space is so powerful when we're able to just accept that there's going to be people who are going to accept us for who we are. If this podcast episode resonated with you and you are ready to get out of your own way, join the waitlist for Mujeron University. Mujeron University is our signature group coaching program that helps you gain the clarity you need to reach the next level in your life or business, master confidence so you can take massive action, and build a community of people who just get you. The women inside our waitlist get access to our free masterclass and are the first to know when doors officially open for Mujeron University. All right, amigas, let's get back to the show. Now, I want to ask you this because this is something that I get asked a lot by people. How do you overcome the fear of going on camera? I don't, I don't. How are you able to <laughs> or at really, least manage it to a point where you're actually showing up? I think, I don't know. I've always hated. I don't like speaking in front of groups of people. I just, that's just something that I'm never going to be like, I'm the first one to volunteer, but because it has been so helpful for my business and really again, allowing people to see who I am and how I talk and how I function and what my thoughts are on certain things that, and, and making really solid connections with people. The benefit that I get out of that is much greater than the initial fear that I have going into it. So like my first couple of like panels or speaking events, I was terrified. because I was like, what, who am I to be talking to people? Like, why do they, are they going to want to listen to me? Um, but then having people be really just connected and appreciative of the education I was able to bring that to me was more important than like all right I don't need to be scared if I know all of these things about a topic and people in the audience don't know anything about it like what am I nervous about I'm going to automatically bring them some sort of value so I shouldn't be nervous to just talk to people about things that I I know and that I that I do all the time yeah that's amazing I love that because I I think that's one of the biggest things when showing up, especially if you have a business platform or some kind of online presence, just looking at the, the outcome, right? The benefits of us pushing through that comfort zone and really mm -hmm. stepping out of it. Um, thank you so much for sharing that. So now I want to transition into our Latina, Latino community and how being an introvert in a Latino community can be super difficult. How has your experience been with that? Uh, I mean, I love my mom. And if she listens to this, I still love you. But she still doesn't really buy into the whole introverted thing. Like, she doesn't understand it because she's not she's not like that. And my brother is completely opposite personality from me, too. He's like a theater kid, can sit on a stage and perform in front of people and like loves meeting new people all the time. And we're just totally opposite. <laughs> so um, and my dad's a little bit more similar to me, but I mean, traditionally, like my mom's side is Mexican and Mexican families are very like loud. Everybody's partying all the time. Like everybody's having a good time, like roasting each other. And I think the quieter ones, it's like we're seen as like, there might be something off. Like, why are you so shy? Like, what's your problem? Um, but some of us are just like that. And being in families like that, sometimes it like brings us out of our shell a little bit more, or sometimes it's a little off-putting sometimes. And a, in a huge family, like I'm never the one that's center of attention. I will just be like sitting on the side laughing and having a good time with my family. There's, you know, four of us. So you can kind of take the stage sometimes, but it, 
I mean, growing up, I just thought I was really shy. And then you hit an age where you're like, all right, I can't just be shy anymore. Like I'm 25 years old. Like, can I, am I going to be shy for the rest of my life? But then really realizing that some people are just um, a little bit naturally more quiet, maybe prefer to like listen, maybe prefer one-on-one -on -one conversations instead of like holding court in front of a whole family, that it kind of makes more sense, you know, how you how you are with your family but yeah it was it's interesting like my I've, I've surrounded myself with extroverts like my husband's very extroverted my mom my brother like everybody's just real loud all the time and I'm just sitting there like totally content not having to use a lot of energy that's so crazy because I think that I also attract extroverts um, I'm a super homebody I love being home and I attract people like my close friends are very opinionated or, you know, they can just we can have a long conversation because a lot of times you're listening most of the time. Mm -hmm. But I I feel you on that. I feel like my mom was the first one that called me out about being shy and like mm -hmm. not speaking as loud as she does, mm -hmm. which just uh, FYI, you might hear <laughs> in the background because I'm at the house right now. <laughs> but true like we love our moms but some of the biggest like and I don't want to use the word traumas but in a sense come from like not having these conversations when we're young right and mm -hmm. them not really welcoming that maybe yeah we are different so yeah. I, I also I don't know when like the whole I feel like the idea of being an introvert I don't know how new it is I'm sure it's been around for a while but I don't know that people were talking about it as much I don't really know when it came about but I feel like our mom's generation that was just not a thing that was existed you were just like shy or you weren't normal <laughs> so maybe it's also a function of it's a newer concept that hadn't really infiltrated because I'm constantly trying to explain like what the how it's shy versus introverted and what that means and like how my energy works differently from somebody who's an extrovert so I think she's buying into it a little bit more and more uh, but at first she was like, what are you talking about? You're not introverted. <laughs> You're just shy. Yeah, I think there's different levels to it too. And it just depends on like how long you've been working at like not trying to be an introvert, right? I feel like mm -hmm. for the longest, I really tried so hard to be out there. And even now I feel like sometimes I try harder than your average person or average like extrovert to be a little bit more out there and more colorful and sound a different way so I think definitely like there's different levels to it and um if you are a homebody like to be alone and don't really like sometimes you're you're kind of scared to speak up mm -hmm. then more more than likely you're on you're on our side of <laughs> yeah. you're on our side um yeah. So I wanted to ask you one last question. And for any of our introverts that are out there who maybe want to build some big vision, like the one that you've been able to build, but they haven't really been able to get out of their own way in order to really step into and step actually step out of their comfort zone to take action, what would be some piece of advice to get started or something that they can do in order to overcome this yeah I think like I was fighting so long to like I didn't want to take a bunch of pictures and post them of myself 
and I didn't want to like make videos or I didn't want to really put my voice out there. But after seeing that it does work and having a lot of other people be like, look, people want to know about you. They want to know your story. Um, you know, just trying it piece by piece. Like I'm still not the one that's going to hop on like an IG live every week. Like God bless the extroverts. They're doing a lot of extra work with that, but that's because they, they really truly enjoy that. Maybe it means like pre-recording videos, or maybe it means doing smaller pieces of showing your face and showing your personality that aren't as energy sucking as some other stuff. Um, like I also really, I like to do workshops now because I feel they're a little bit more like controlled. I can really plan out what I want to talk about. Um, you know, finding the things that make you still feel comfortable, but little like pushing yourself a little bit, because when you do push yourself, that's when you find like, wow, that was really fulfilling. Like I did a, I've never done an in-person um, like pop-up convention before, just because I was like, oh my gosh, the thought of talking to people all day, like that's already exhausting to me. But I did one this past weekend. It was really fun. I was like, wow, that was more fun than I thought it was going to be. And now I'm probably going to maybe participate in more because that was ended up being more fun than I thought I had talked myself into. Um, but yeah, there's, there's a lot of things you can do and really like overextend yourself. And I think it's about finding a good balance of what you feel comfortable with, but also kind of pushing yourself a little to see, to see what works and to see what you like. There's a lot of different ways to to sell your products and services. There's no one like right way. And you can kind of find a good mix and a balance that makes you comfortable, but also you're still feeling sane after doing it. Yeah, absolutely. And I want to add just that practice makes perfect, right? I feel like the only reason why I'm able to grab my phone and go on stories or do a live is the amount of times that I've been able to practice through my TV career and now like building my own brand and really stepping out where there's there is like that light at the end of the tunnel where you feel more comfortable with doing these things that are a little out of our comfort zone. Mm -hmm. And it was the craziest thing to me to feel so nervous, but at the same time, be so passionate about being on camera. Like that yeah. was the weirdest thing for me. And even today, sometimes I'm like always putting myself through these like nerve wracking things of like, oh my God, I have to speak in front of people. Oh my God, this, I, I, it never goes away. Like the nervousness never goes away. Yeah. But you get a little bit better at it when, you know, the more practice that you do. Yeah. Yeah. And I would, I mean, there, it always looks like everybody else is doing like really crazy stuff and they're not scared and they're just being fearless. But like, I frequently get nervous still of like putting my face on camera, like hosting a workshop. And even somebody like you that has been on TV and has been on camera, like you still are like, I don't know if I want to do this. You know, everybody gets nervous. There's, there's a rare portion of the population. And I feel like my husband is one of them that could get up on a stage unprepared, talk to a whole group of people and just walk away unscathed and be like, that wasn't bad. I I've, I rarely meet people that, that can do stuff like that. Most of us are like panicking with what we're about to say. We're like retaking different shots. Like this is a bad angle. I'm going to re-record that. Like I'm frequently doing that stuff. So That's nobody's, so nobody's perfect at it. My husband is the same way. And you're right. Like, I feel like 99% of us are scared. So we're yeah. all <laughs> scared. So don't worry about that. And I just want to say like, congratulations, because 
it shows how you've been showing up and like um you just got featured on Forbes congratulations on that so you're killing it I just I really wanted to have you on here to share more about your story and this side that we don't really talk about right we don't really talk about like being an introvert and like building a brand and um I just want to congratulate you for the amazing work you're doing where can we find you where can we follow and support yeah, uh, my Instagram, I kind of live over there. It's legal mega, L-E-G-A-L-M-I-G-A. Um, and then the other businesses, Instagram is the legal mega library. So I run both of those. Um, and the website, just my law firm websites, ttmanlaw.com. Perfect. And I'll make sure to um, be able to put that all on the show notes. Thank you again, Taylor, for being here with us, for sharing your story and sharing a little bit more about you. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Amigas, I hope this helped. If you have any questions, comments about this podcast episode, please make sure you reach out to us. Make sure you follow and support Taylor. And if you're a fellow introvert, get out there and crush it. Thank you so much for joining us today. Until next time. Mujeron, thank you so much for tuning in to another episodio of the Mujeron podcast. Please make sure you subscribe, share, leave a review so you can help us get to so many more Mujerones. Don't forget, you can also watch our show on our YouTube channel where you can let us know in the comments if you like this episode or what other topics you would like us to talk about in the future. Keep shining, keep working towards becoming the Mujeron of your dreams.